welcome to Cutting Through the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. We're recording this on the 3rd of March, the most important day of the modern calendar. Ben's I'm not birthday. quite... Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Happy Join our 40 Club. The 40 Club. He's in the 40 Club now. <laughs> Goddamn. Old bastard. Well, life begins at 40. Really? I told you that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're a fucking liar. <laughs> they were clearly still in their thirties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's on the front of the, one of them cards, wasn't it? Probably. Yes, but anyway, today we're gonna have a little bit of a ghost. We're gonna have a bit of everything. We've got a smorgasbord of paranormal mm. phenomena coming at you, and it's local. And we're going to talk about a local place to us, the Cannock Chase, which is Britain's most haunted forest. We have got everything. We've got dogmen, we've got UFOs, we've got creepy kids with black eyes, black black eyed kids. Bex. Sas- Sasquatch even? No, there isn't a Sasquatch. Oh, I saw mention of a Bigfoot. Okay. I've, I've seen mention of a Bigfoot. You sniffed it out. <laughs> Fucking right, I did. Well, if there's a bit of everything and it's up the road from us, so we might have to have a little field trip I'll, there one day. Something I was going to suggest. I think we should do a proper and we should we should do a film investigation on this mm. place because we could post it up on the YouTube channel yeah. and you can have your first film and, and even see our ugly mutts and maybe some ghosts and maybe some ghosts and maybe getting seen Pete so I could have a Sasquatch to save the group and maybe some banger racing. There's a banger racing track there as well. <laughs> Let's go and look at that as well. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, now, right. Well, first before I get into that. We'll start with some new material listeners, and we'd like to thank you for listening, first of all, and say that you can follow us on Facebook at Cutting to the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse, YouTube at Apocalypse Ball, and we're on most other podcasting platforms, including SoundCloud, as Cutting to the Ball in the PTA. So where shall I start? Vincent in Ohio, Tbilisi in Georgia, I like to say Tbilisi. Is that how you say it, is it? Yeah. I think it's Tbilisi. Ah, well there then. <laughs> Telford, our hometown, hey. Flushing in New York, Tempe in Arizona, London in the UK, Frankfurt, our Maine in Germany, welcome back, seen you before, Bridgeport, Connecticut in the US, Hull in the UK, Cologne in Germany, Sari in the Islamic Republic of Iran, welcome back, same there, mm. Spring Valley, New York, Krasnodar in the Russian Federation, still big in Russia, mm. Telford there again. Telford's up there twice. Unusual. Where? Um, oh, yeah. Telford's there again. Hook in the United Kingdom. Ashburn, Virginia, Nars, Michigan, Guadalajara, Spain. Belfast in the UK. Oh. And Dublin, Ireland. Wow. The Irish have really been killing it this week. You know, Belfast versus Dublin at the moment. Ooh. Dublin winning. was winning. Oh, you don't want to hear that. Oh. Not that we're trying to stoke up any kind of sectarian violence or anything. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying... Tell a friend, tell him to listen. Maybe get some of City Pride out of it. All I'm going to say is, come out, you black and tan. Oh, for fuck's sake. They did come out and they are and they are ran away. <laughs> Alan Partridge. Anywho. Anywho, let's talk about Britain's most haunted forest. I, if I do sound a bit drunk with the way I listen, it's my birthday party tonight, so... You know, I'm very... On the San Miguel. It's birthday, you can be drunk if you want to. Not much different than any other mm. pod. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey. If you haven't noticed, he slurs a little bit more as the pod goes on. <laughs> and, that, 
And if you can go back to any of the past 300 podcasts and you'll understand what I'm saying, <laughs> you get no. to about the 45 minute mark and there's definitely more slurring. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Nothing, it's just four cans in. <laughs> It, do, it does start. Wait, I've had four for you got here. That's what I mean. So another four in. <laughs> Cannock Chase is a large, densely woodland area which has become known as one of the UK's most active paranormal hotspots. In recent times, there's been reports of werewolves slash dogmen. There's a difference. UFOs and ghosts by the local residents. On April 26, 2007, the local Stafford Post newspaper ran the following story that, quote, a rash of sightings of a werewolf-type creature were prodding around the outskirts of Stafford, and they prompted a respected Midlands paranormal group to investigate. Respected? I love that. As if. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, Mike, if we go out and do a, a thing on the chase, then we'll be, we'll be a respected paranormal group. Who's respecting us? Uh, <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> some of the losers who <laughs> respect this West Midlands Ghost Club yeah. the West Midlands Ghost Club says they have been contacted by a number of shocked residents who saw what they claimed to have been a hairy wolf type creature walking on its hind legs around the German war cemetery just off Camp Road in between Stafford and Cannock should point out there's a couple of war cemeteries on the Cannock Chase. It was during the First World War, it was used as a military hospital. Mm. Mm. All the people didn't survive. So there are war graves as well as so more. You know, it's, it's a weird place. It's got a bit of everything. And now they've got werewolves pissing on their graves. Now they've got werewolves. <laughs> mm. The newspaper continued that Nick Duffy of West Midlands Ghost Club said the stories of werewolf sightings in Chase area was something that he'd encountered before. He was over there on a motorbike and saw what he believed was a large dog. When he got closer, the creature got up on his hind legs and ran away. On his hind legs? On the hind legs. Hmm. The post quoted Duffy is adding that I spoke to many witnesses and I know when they're putting it on. But what struck me as strange was this the way he told it. I mean, no doubt he was telling the truth. The creature was also apparently spotted by a scout leader, and if you can't trust a scout leader, who can you trust? Well, it depends, doesn't it? If you go in with the old stereotypical kiddie fiddling one, then no. But if you go in with the scout leader, like the kind of scout leader I had when I was a kid going to Cubs and that, he, he was he was a proper fucking rugged... He was almost like Bear Grylls of the 80s, he was. He, he was really... He was a proper adventurer, outdoors Maybe guy, he just didn't fancy you. Sense. No, I really don't think he was a kiddie fiddler. He was one of, he was one of my friend's dads. I'm just he was one of my mate's dads. Yeah, but he was sound as fuck, he was. And he did, he did get some really cool... Cub masters, uh, scout masters. Oh, all right, I'll take your word for it. They're not all, they're not all kiddie fiddlers. No. But yeah. There's a lot of good work goes on in the scouting organisation. No, there really is. I was a scout, a cub. I was a brownie and a guide. Only I done that then. I went once and I thought, this is a bit shit. I See, I, I did cubs, did scouts for a little while, then I went to... Yeah, I went to join the cadets, it was my fun. I went to air cadets because I got to shoot a rifle. I went to army cadets because I got to shoot rifles more. Yeah, and I got a cool green uniform, and you got stuck in that crappy blue. Again, I got, I got to fly in planes though. Yeah, so. but I, but I got to just fire my guns. <laughs> Again, I went to cadets one day, thought it was shit, and gave up. I'm surprised you're still a Jedi. I've never seen anybody in one day's training do that. <laughs> and that, that, and that, that, and that involved sitting in his chair. There's a bit so. of a theme going on here. <laughs> 
I am sensing it, yeah. Anyway, this scout leader, who didn't want to be named, said he saw what he initially believed was a large dog prowling by the bushes, and it was only when he got into his car to drive away he realised something strange about the animal. The quoting, he said it just looked like a huge dog. Then I slammed the door of my car, it reared up on its back legs and ran into the trees. It must have been about six to seven feet tall. I know it sounds absolutely mad, but I know what I saw. Could it be a bear? Bear? Not, not here. <laughs> I, 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 it's as likely as a fucking werewolf, isn't it? Dog Let's man. Face it. Dog man. Or what, whatever they you want to call four, it. They run on all fours, don't they, bears? They can rear up. They, 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 they don't run on, they they don't run on two legs. They can't the walk legs. very well on no. two legs. They don't they run, can. do they? No. They can, they they can, can walk, but they, they're not very good. And, you know, only when they usually lumber in towards you better swipe your face off. But they don't run on their back legs. No. no. Someone could have thought they were buying a dog and they bought a bear and then they realised it was a bear and released it. <laughs> Has that happened to you before, Michael? <laughs> it sounds like it has. I've actually got some weird news about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, in, in recent years, there's also been a high number of pet disappearances, especially in the area around the German war cemetery, and it's certainly the case the area has been a site of animal, particularly deer, mutilations over the past decade. I think that's one of our hot spots we need to check out, then. We need yeah. to go to the German War Cemetery. Bring your iron bar so you can shove it in its mouth when it attacks us. <laughs> no problem. And a dildo for good measures. You're sharing your own. You're having your own tent, then, mate. I ain't sharing with you. <laughs> you will be. <laughs> <laughs> no one told me this was part of the deal. <laughs> I thought you were bringing the dildo for the bear. <laughs> nah, it's to warm. Or the dog, man. It's to warm Ben up for when he's asleep. <laughs> what, am I the, am I the bait? <laughs> no, you're the little spoon, mate. <laughs> I just have my own tent. I'm going to put you in a gym suit and tie you to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> why, again, why me? <laughs> It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going tonight. <laughs> well, actually, this is your birthday surprise. <laughs> oh, right, grease me up then. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever somebody says something that I can't help but picture the greased up deaf guy from Family Guy. Oh, I always jump to Groundskeeper Willie in The Simpsons. Uh, yeah. Germany grease the city, Doris. <laughs> yes. Then grease me up, woman, and he's ripped his shirt up. <laughs> yeah. Grease me up, lassie. Let's move to a ghost. Mm. I'm going to flit in and out. I'm not going to get all the cryptids and all the stuff. I'm going to flit in and out. Mm-hmm. We have a ghost. The Lady of the Chase. A mysterious apparition which confronted a local woman on a lonely stretch of road. Linda has come forward to tell us of a sterling ghost story. To quote her, I can add only what I can describe as a totally surreal experience while driving across Cannock Chase last year. I don't know to tell anyone else about this apart from my partner, and it was him that encouraged me to contact you find the reports you made in the paper, she said to the local newspaper. It was about 11.30pm and I decided to do a shortcut across the chase. As I neared Spring Slade Lodge, I had to break hard as a person suddenly stood in the road. After Linda recovered from the shock of the near collision, she turned her attention to the figure in front of the car. In my headlights was the form of a tall female, pale grey in colour. She appeared to be naked, but with no visible breasts or genitalia. It's a grey, isn't it? I'm thinking Slender Man. <laughs> slender Woman? Slender. It's bollocks, I mean. Oh yeah, it's just made up on the internet. Could be a grey. 
wearing a wig. <laughs> trying to be like disguised. I'm picturing something out of South Park. Now. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Immediately I was drawn to her eyes. Large hypnotic eyes that totally transfixed me. It was a grey. It was a grey. I'm, I'm thinking alien reduction here. Mm -hmm. that that's sounding a lot more likely. Unable to move a muscle. Yeah. Did she lose time? We need to get in contact with this woman. No, I'd rather not. She's a mentalist. I was aware. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Mike. <laughs> off the fence on that one, aren't you? <laughs> Jump straight off the fence into the... <laughs> <laughs> I was aware I was being mentally examined and there was nothing I could do to prevent this. After a couple of minutes, the figure turned and walked away into the nearby woodland. It was only after, only when she had disappeared that I could move again, Linda said. I accelerated away in panic. She told us she has not been able to drive across Carrot Chase since the incident. I'm not fucking surprised, to be fair. And sometimes, after a dream, I can see a vivid image of the woman's face with those staring eyes. I think that was a great. So do I. Oh, Linda's apparition really is a ghost, or is it possible that what Linda saw was an alien? Mm. Maybe, they, maybe they're making themselves look like ghosts. Maybe they're the same thing. Mm. Maybe it's all those goddamn aliens. There never was any ghosts, and they're just the the aliens. Maybe sometimes their cloaking devices don't work very well, so they appear see through slightly. Oh, I just figured it out. Like, we don't have, like, caveman ghosts, do we? We always no. have people in, like, Renaissance dress and mm. onwards. Yeah, Maybe yeah. the odd soldier, the odd Roman. They're seeing Earth, because it's so many light years away, they're seeing it at that point in history, popping back that's in the... That's what they're preparing so they're, for. So they're, that's what they're wearing. <laughs> I've got the latest garb and his yeah. Roman uniform. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, shit, no one's wearing this. <laughs> so in about... That's a complete fashion faux pas. <laughs> so in about 200 years, they'll be coming back in shell suits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much, I'm yeah. thinking they're in the 80s. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just figuring it all out, guys. Shell suits and a perm and a, and yeah. a, and a, and a tash. Going, <laughs> only hey, hey, if they go to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just figuring it all out. Well, there we go. I've just solved the entire fucking paranormal and alien quandary in one go. Not quite. And on my birthday too. <laughs> wow. Genius. Fucking hell, San Miguel, thank you very much. Wait till he gets on the Stella. Oh, no, I'm not going to go through another eight cans of San Miguel during the podcast. Wait till he gets on the ESP. <laughs> oh. <laughs> communicating with the aliens. Yeah. I listened to this podcast this week that claimed that if I just sit out there and meditate and pray and, and try and communicate with the aliens, they would appear. We, were, we we saw something on this recently as well. Stephen we? Greer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen Greer was a podcast with Stephen Greer. Apparently they come all the time for him. Well, he comes all the time. <laughs> for them. For them. One of the two. Let's go to some UFOs, actually. Some, it has long been popular with UFO enthusiasts, Garrett J says. Just earlier this year, the MOD released previously top-secret files revealing the skies over Canuck had been the subject of investigations after reports of strange lights hovering above the town. For other, for other countries out there, the MOD is the Ministry of Defence, which is basically the armed forces. Yes, it's all under one umbrella now. Because I, I, I always thought everyone knew what MOD was, but I was talking to an Aussie mate once, talking about uh, when I was working for them at the time, and he was like, ah, who's the MOD? So, yeah, thought I'd just... Reiterate that. Fair enough. Valid point. Foreign listeners. Valid point. 
Between 1988 and the early 90s, a raft of sightings led to the period being known as the Staffordshire Flap. We all have a good UFO. Oh, I like a bit. I like a bit of Staffordshire Flap. Mm. The old ladies with the bingo wings. Is it? <laughs> yeah, but not under their arms. <laughs> like a wizard's sleeve. We all love a good UFO flap, don't we? Whistles when she runs. The Washington Flap. Remember the fifties? Yeah. No. Have you with us that point, Pete? No. Yeah. I suppose this month we've had the balloon flap, haven't we? Yeah, we have had the balloon flap, mm. the great balloon flap of twenty twenty three. I feel a bit left out. We haven't had a balloon. That we've seen. If I was the government, I'd have popped a balloon up well, there and then shot it down just to claim some credit and <laughs> make it look as though I was doing a good job. False flag. There was some false flag that you're absolutely right. They're monoliths, didn't they? Yeah, but there was some. That was last year. There was that thing in the sky. There was that thing in the sky that was seen in Donington. There was. I don't know about a month ago. Yeah, that looked like some swirling interdimensional portal, not not a balloon. We can't shoot one of them down. No, but it certainly looked fucking strange. Whatever it was, certainly did. Well, it was. It could have been over the you know the base in Donington, couldn't it? Could have been something out. You know, looking at our nuclear weapons stash that's allegedly there. We haven't got nukes there. I've heard there's nukes underground there, stored there for the. Are oh, they fuck? So it's, not, it's not high security enough there. Nah. It really isn't. Like I've worked on the base. I, I, yeah. I've worked at nuclear depots as well, like where they do have the nuclear missiles being produced up in Scotland, just up past Faslane. And yeah, the security is fucking mega. Like uh, super mega. Like, if no one knows they're there, you haven't got to guard it as well. It's a, it's a, it's a Ooh, double bluff. Double bluff, mm. isn't it? Uh, yeah, there is that, but I don't believe. A lot it. of that base is underground. Mm. Could be nukes. Could be UFO parts. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, the Stavanger flap. Anyway, the most significant event at that time happened in May 16, on May the sixteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. Evidence suggests two UFOs noticed by air traffic control at Birmingham Airport descended to a height of a thousand feet. Dozens of witnesses, including police officers, watched in awe as the two shapes moved across the sky. After swooping and climbing manoeuvres, the objects vanished in the blink of an eye. Here, yeah, Barry, what's that? You don't know, it's a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> That's the broadest Brummie accent I've <laughs> Well, I was going for the stereotypical Brummie, obviously. Now there is a photo, isn't there? The Canic Chase UFO sighting. Looks like something hovering above the house. It looks like someone's yeah. throwing a poo. <laughs> Frisbee a camper. Yeah, yeah. But it's a bit blurry and you can't... Really it was the 1980s, it. though. Yeah. But the fact that um, no, it, air traffic control yeah, yeah. saw them, you know, that gives it validity. Yeah, so it can't have been a poo. Can't have been a frozen no, poo, it can it? can't have been a poo. The closest encounter for Chase folk, however, is shrouded in mystery. Older residents remember military cordons and roadblocks following the crash landing of a craft on the Chase in 1964. The object, tracked by British, Russian and US intelligence, broke into several pieces with some coming down in the woods outside of Canuck. Locals travelling across the Chase were told to find other routes, while some witnesses reported seeing a craft being loaded onto a transport truck. Hmm. Even at the time, there were accusations of a cover-up. 
The residents were told to forget what they'd seen and it was all a matter of national security. Nothing to mm. see here, folks. My man of Roswell in the West Midlands. Maybe. Mad. Bit fishy, innit? Never heard about that. No. no. Well, no. But stranger, exactly, you've never heard about that. Mm. Isn't that just a little bit odd? Mm. Let's move on to another ghost. Mm. Black eyed kids, or the black eyed kid of Canuck Chase. Mm. You're familiar with the concept of Bex? Black eyed kids. They are a phenomena that's been reported. Mm. We had done an episode on them, I'm pretty they, sure, back in the day. There's a theory. You guys weren't here for that one, but. There's a theory that they were children that succumbed to diphtheria. Because diphtheria, one of the effects was the severe blackening around the eyes and that. So they do. There is a there is a theory that these black-eyed children are children that died, say, like in the eighteen hundreds when there was mass outbreaks of diphtheria. Well, we do have in America the, the first sightings occurred in the nineties, and they were saying these kids had completely where they should have whites of their eyes. They were just black. Yeah, completely, and just nothing. And they wanted to you know, knocking on the door. Can we come in? We need to use your telephone. Okay. <laughs> you know, shit like that, trying to get people to let them in the house. Hmm. But obviously no one ever did, because the second they looked through the old peephole in the door, you've got these children with like purely jet black eyes. You ain't letting them in, are you? Well, I'm, I'm let us in, we need to come in. Corn with the, when, they, when they got the glowing eyes. Yeah, that's Children of the Corn, wasn't it? it? With the blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. Children of the Damned, wasn't it? The children, village of the Damned with the blonde hair and the, the glowing eyes. Children yeah. of the Corn, yeah, I think, did the same that, as well, didn't it? I think Children of the Corn did that kind of thing as well, didn't they? Village of the Damned, really underrated film, that Christopher Reeves and Kirsty Alley. That's a remake, isn't it? Oh, is that the remake? Oh, that's the only one I've watched of that. Never watched I think the there's original. a 50s original. Oh, i never watched that. No, I've never seen it. A couple were traumatised. This is from November 22nd, 6th of November 2022. So only last, only four months ago. Mm. Yeah, current. Couple traumatised at a terrifying encounter with Canet Chase's black eyed child. This is from the Staffordshire Live to the local paper. Mm. The giggling girl, ghostly giggling girl, moved in ways that humans simply cannot move. Being reported by a young couple while camping at Cannock Chase. The couple came to giggling, ghostly girl, encircled their tent before moving in ways humans simply can't move to hide behind trees. While some think the sightings are not real, others believe that she is the tormented soul of a young girl who was murdered in the area during the 60s. Oh, yes, course, there, was, there was two girls who were murdered on the Cannock Chase in the 1960s. Yeah, there was a sick fucking paedophile murdering twat, wasn't there? Mm. I can't think of his name, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. There have been sightings of her reported in the Staffordshire Forest since the 1980s. They saw her in 2021, the article's from 2022. So Carly and Ben said they saw the ghoul at Birch's Valley during the summer of 2021. The coronavirus pandemic had kept the two teenagers, whose names have been changed to protect their identity, apart. So they decided to steal a night away together and camp illegally in the middle of the forest. But as he told author Lee Brickley, it was a decision they would soon live to regret. The youngsters, who were 17 at the time, recounted their ordeal to the supernatural investigator, who's got a book out, who writes about the pig man. We'll get to him later. It was around midnight when the teens heard something moving around outside their tent. Thinking it could be a deer, they remained still and quiet, not wishing to spook it. But when they realised they could hear footsteps, they unzipped the tent to take a peek. 
Both campers heard the unmistakable sound of a small child giggling so they turned on their torches, lighting up the shadowy woodland to try to find the source. Ben saw it first, running from tree to tree, hiding itself behind the trunks and occasionally peering out towards a couple, before finally stepping out into the clearing in front of them. Kylie said, I was absolutely terrified. I'd read the stories in the news about the black-eyed child, but it wasn't until the things stood right in front of me that I could quite believe them. I knew instantly I was dealing with the real thing because it moved in ways humans simply can't move. It was like you could teleport from one place to another when it was moving around and hiding behind the trees. Maybe it was a Sasquatch. A teleporting in the shape of a small child. Yeah, <laughs> it was a baby Sasquatch. <laughs> Man bear pig. <laughs> ben added, I was shining my torch right at her and she just stood there staring at us with her head slightly dipped. That's when the giggling started to get louder and louder. It really sounded like it was coming from all around us. Even though I could see that she was right in front of us, it was really disorientating for a few seconds. She Then she bent down for a moment as if adjusting her shoes, stood back up and ran off down a nearby path of the dense section of trees. The frightened pair huddled together in their tent waiting for the sun to rise. Could have been a prank. When they emerged at 7am, they found piles of stones evenly spaced around the perimeter of their tent and strange stick formations hanging from the trees which are like dream catchers. Slightly shaken, understandably. Mm. They packed up and started the 15 minute walk back to Ben's car. Suddenly Carly spotted a small child with black eyes peering at her from behind an oak tree and screamed. Ben suddenly shouted, leave us alone, as the pair ran off towards his vehicle. So yeah. That's kind of creepy. I get the feeling on that tale that the stones and the sticks might be a bit of an embellishment. Does sound a little bit Blair Witchy. That's what I mean. But the the, the sighting itself, uh, I, I, it's it's your it's it's, it's your it's, well, it's their word against what you believe. Is it? Says everything. Are they drunk? Are they high? I mean, for God's sake, they're, yeah. they're, they're 17, 18, they've been locked up for a year with COVID. They've obviously gone out there to fuck, haven't they? Let's face it. Oh, yeah. So are they having a few beers? Is their judgment impaired? It's hard to say. We won't know. Because they're not going to admit to I've it. I've never seen any ghosts when I've been drunk or high. Well, yeah. no, neither have I. Oh, yeah, apart from that dead kid in the tree that I saw once. Oh, yeah, apart from that one. That's what You saw a dead kid in a tree, and like, oh, well, you know what? I'm high, it's okay. I'm high, it's okay. Well, no, I shit myself and ran, and then I <laughs> thought, oh, I've probably just hallucinated that, haven't I? <laughs> but what if you didn't? I might not have done. I've got no way to prove it, have I? Is mm. it just a silhouette? No, just looked like uh, it was a kid in a hoodie. Someone in a hoodie. You could not really see his face, but someone, it might have been someone crouching in the tree. It was like two in the morning. Stranger things have happened. Where? Sturchly way. Ooh, we need to look into that. Well, I'm probably putting it down to the fact I was high and tired and... High? Yeah. And tired? And tired and high? And I freaked myself out. <laughs> Possibly. It could have been a black-eyed kid. It could, could have been. Not yeah. to be confused with the black-eyed peas. No, definitely not. But it is very much a case of they're like, Hello. <laughs> May we come in? No, I genuinely think we need to do a investigation there. Camping illegally, though, that's an issue. You don't have to camp. Why it's do we not have illegal to camp? if it's only one night. Yeah. It's called wild camping. 
if you pack up, like, you know, you camp out for the one night and... I didn't know. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that either. What, on private land? Oh, I don't know, private land. There's public land. Yeah, it's public land. You can't chase it, You can on public land, can't you, Pete? Yeah. You're not allowed to on, like, nature reserves and stuff, can you? Well, all right, let's move on to the next one, see what mm -hmm. we've got. Beast of Cannock Chase. Because mm. in the British countryside, if you haven't got a beast, <laughs> you're not part of the local mythos, are you? Well, Brosley's got a beast, doesn't it? <clears throat> Do you know so we're talking about Big Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not I, Tracy. I, I've, seen, I've seen a fucking beast in Telford, so I 100% believe all of the stories about the, the beast, the beast of Bodmin Moor, all these beasts, the big cats... They're, yeah. not, they're not, they're not yeah. monsters, they're big cats, that's all they are. I agree, I fully agree. Yeah. Like Black Panthers or yeah, Wakanda there's, Forever. There's cases of wild cats been escaping from zoos and things. Yeah, there? not just that, in the 70s, you were allowed to own exotic animals. You were, got and the, the, the article follows on. 76, yeah. 78, something like that, they got banned. So the amount of people that just set them fucking free... Mm was because um, people kept them that was the problem people didn't give them up and then when it became the point of you can't own a lion anymore you're not you really if you get caught you're fucked you sorry Mr Martin you thing. can't own that tiger anymore oh. yeah. shucks but it's six, it's <laughs> six <laughs> months plus <laughs> Shucks. That's the 1950s, mate, not the 70s. No. <laughs> then say it's six months past the deadline that you you were allowed to give up the the animals. So what happened to the animals? Did they just destroy them or did they no, put they them to zoos or what? They either gave them to zoos. Yeah. They either gave them to zoos, they were destroyed, or they were set free Released. by their owners. What 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 cock big cat I haven't had a big cat for ages now. But no, genuine, a hundred percent, wasn't pissed, wasn't anything, so I was driving. Where were you? I was Telford. driving back from Trenchlock. So pic picture the east. So that's uh, dual carriageways, yeah. a mini motorway. The Eastern Priory is a four lane, two lanes one way, two lanes the other way, sixty mile an hour. Yeah. Speedway, Speedway. built in the middle of Telford. It's like a fucking big racing track. Trenchlock is at the one end because that's your traffic light start. Yeah. And at the bottom is the island where you're going to stop for. But I was coming from that way towards the town centre. Yeah. It would have been about eleven o'clock at night. So I was driving along and I saw, probably 200 metres ahead of me, an animal walking across. And I thought, fucking hell, that's a big fox. Because in this country, we across don't... Across the bridge or across the road? Across the road. Oh. It, the road yeah. I was driving on, the bit, the side I was on, it was crossing the path. About 200 metres away is when I saw it first. And I thought, bloody hell, that's a big fox. And then I thought, fuck me, that is a big fox. Because that's all I could think in my head that it would be walking across yeah. the road oh a badger yeah no because it was it was too upright it, no. you could distinctly see the legs but then as I got a little bit closer I noticed how big it really fucking was and the fact that the tail was almost as long as the body I shit you not and I could see that it was like a it looked dark brown because of the colour of the lights they were like those Angry orange lights yeah. yeah those orange kind of street lights this it's 10, 12 years ago this was. And yeah, so it looked like a dark brown colour. What was the tail like? It was just it was a long, it was a long, mm. was a long fucking... It wasn't a fox, they got bushy tails. No, well, this is, what, this, this is what made me 
instantly distinct it from a fox as I stood up. By the time I got to about 100 metres, it was in the bush and it was gone and I couldn't see it. And because I was on a 60 mile an hour fucking freeway... Best not to stop and have a look, isn't it? I couldn't, I couldn't just stop and try and Would you want to stop? I'd have stayed in my car. You'd have wrestled it. <laughs> if I, I, I got a lead pipe. <laughs> um, no, if I always carries a conveniently sized lead pipe for the busy to breed of animal he's meant to fight. <laughs> yep, uh, I have a selection <laughs> ranging from four to twelve inches. That's just used for that too. Goes from Great Dane to fucking bear. Yep, <laughs> he's just got yep. a scale of them. That's it on the inside of his car. But no, uh, if I'd have been on, on a on a small road. Just a normal fucking B road or something. Yeah, yeah. you might. I would have more than likely stopped and tried to turn in to see with my headlights. Take a picture on your phone. Where, where, where it was going. But there's nothing I could do to stop. And I got home and I remember my mum and dad were... I was living at my mum and dad's at the time. I, I reported it on the Big Cat Society website and around the Telford area within like about a week or so of day I'd seen it and reported it there had been about another at least a dozen reports within a very close area to where I'd seen it so Ooh. and then the next day I popped to my mate Lee's house knocked on his door and this is what really reassured it in my mind as I knocked on his door there's a tumour in the living room <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. he was feasting on your mate Lee <laughs> not, not far off though <laughs> he had cats mm. and his cat walked as he opened the door, his cat walked past like the background kind of thing, but that reassured me because it was exactly the same walking movement. It, Gate. The way it moved, Gate, yeah. The way it moved, and that just made I was like, ah, that is exactly how it was. Definitely a fucking big cat. It just same gait, same jizz. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> But they also move in a very similar fashion, don't they? Mm-hmm. Like your small little cat to a fucking Kuma, they they move very similar. So I genuinely saw that and like well, I, I said, I know there were sightings not, around the area. There has been many sightings in, in, in Telford. Lots and lots, hundreds and hundreds of sightings yeah. in Telford. But the historian claims he's reckoning he's in a puma twice on Cat and Chase, and probably believes it's dead now. But he says it, a big cat could survive in a sporting woodlands. There's plenty of deer to live off. Of course. And this is what, 15, 20 miles away from us? Yeah. So yeah. this is what, what we're trying to get across to the listeners now. This is how local this is to us. So if we've seen them in Telford, they're definitely going to be around the Cat Chase. It might yeah. be the same ones. It could be. You know what I mean? Comes after investigator Lee Brickley says he discovered tracks and claw marks after a decade searching. For, apparently, he's looking for a half man, half eight beast, but he found panther tracks instead. Lucky uh, him. Lucky him. No, I can believe it's a panther. It's, there's, there's one been seen near Brosey and Ironbridge as well. You say I mentioned the Bigfoot earlier. I wasn't going crackers. I told you I'd heard mm. talk of Bigfoot uh, in, in the Canic Chase. Bigfoot's a step far. They can't prove you're a Bigfoot. Could be a panther. Mm. Well, you think it's not unquestionable that if you survive, exactly that's the point. If you've got a tiger or a panther that's been released by someone, it could have got out there, it could have bred, well, you know, exactly, could have found another. And they are very elusive. If there's like you know, five people in the West Midlands who own these things, right, and they've released them, where are they going to release them? Where's the biggest stretch of woodland around here? It's Canic Chase, yeah, we'll just release them in there. You can do it without being seen. Yeah. 
and like you say, it's a big fucking woodland, isn't it? Very true. Like you can you can say the same about like your Nottingham forests, places like that. As yeah, well, he's well, got Sherwood. Sherwood is, is part major training ground now as well, yeah, so you yeah. can't. So it more you're more likely to be spotted around there, but on Cannon Chase, there's nothing. No. It's just a it's just a forest and a bit of a wilderness, isn't it? A bit of more. Lots of deer. Lots of deer. It did turn into a horror show, though, at one point, a horror set, as baby dolls were found tied to trees mysteriously. We've had this on Weird News a while back, but I always think that baby dolls tied to trees is creepy as fuck, personally. But it is just some weirdo doing it. I know, but it's still creepy as fuck, though, isn't it? Knowing that it gets that reaction from people like yourself. A Ouija board also located on the floor nearby. It was not known where the dolls had come from or why they'd been left, making the area look at the Seven Horror film. Located near to the site of what was the Ministry of Pensions Hospital after the First World War until the mid 1920s. Yeah, so they left in a weird area. There's dolls under the trees, there's a Ouija board on the floor. A few sticks laid out like a pentagram. Yeah. Mm. Dolls tied to trees is just creepy. Yeah. Dolls are creepy. Look at that! <laughs> that Don't one, look this up, listener. That one looks really creepy. The one in the front. Yeah. Oh, they all look creepy. He looks at the one in the front. Looks like him that come off Total Recall. Mm. Yeah. Open your mind. Yeah. <laughs> it does. See, look at them eyes staring at you. <laughs> You're right. It does. <laughs> Open your mind. Well, either way, I don't. I don't like it. To be quite frankly, if I walked through the woods and found that, I'd be like, oh shit, I'm getting the fuck. What the fuck? It was his teeth that freaked me out on that floor. It's not unheard of, though, for. I don't know whether to say devil worshipping or. Someone fooling around with a Ouija board. No, no. Let's say a cultist? Is that a better word? Maybe, yeah. I think we've got a bit of that around here. Well, this is what I was going to say. We have actually. Uh, Around these ways. A lot of places where I've lived. See, I'm one of these lucky people that have lived all over the fucking place, literally. And there's there's been everywhere I've lived. There's always been these big forest areas that, like little enca- encampments where there's upside down crosses, like red at the bottom. Well, and sometimes you find like pentagrams burned into forest yeah, floors, yeah, yeah. things like that. Maybe a little, so a few candles on some rocks that have been clearly been used as an altar. But there well, is Foxshire is home to one of the most dangerous. Devil Sadius cults in the world. I can't remember what they're called, no shit. Nine. Order of the Nine Angels or something, something, like, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Wales in the 60s, and apparently they've got the most sort of. There's only about 20 or 30 of them. Dangerous beliefs. But they reckon there's either between 20 or 2,000, don't they? Yeah, worldwide. Yeah. Wow. Worldwide? Yeah. But, Order of the Nine, yeah. But you always get people doing creepy shit in the woods. I mean, like, the thing is, loads of Wiccans will go out in the woods and their pentagrams are being as well. Wiccans. It doesn't mean the same that, that you know, everyone thinks yeah. it is. I mean, the dolls and the Ouija board's a bit weird. Someone's clearly doing something. Basically, some kids looking for a scare in that scenario. Well, that, that, was where, that was what I was trying to come... When I was thinking Devil Worship, I, was, I wasn't thinking Devil Worship, but I was thinking that, but it was Wiccan. Could and be somebody doing a like TikTok that. video or something. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking amateurs. Or, or, or people just purely playing a prank video, just to video. make... Freak people out. Yeah. Oh, let's stick a Ouija board down there as well. It'll be well funny. This will get on the news if anyone spots it. Guess what? (laughs) It did! (laughs) Alright, let's end the show with the pig man of Cannock Chase. 
when night falls, enter the woods at your peril, for inside lurks something worse than the devil. Avoid at all costs the gathering place where at midnight the pigman roams on the canic chase. <laughs> so yes, the pigman. Most have heard of Area 51 or Roswell, but few have heard the tale of Canic Chase. This horrible location has kept the locals in sheer fright for nearly a century. A large structure known as the Pie Green Tower resides inside Canic Chase, where an abnormal amount of sightings of UFOs, odd lights, werewolves, giant snakes, Bigfoot, black cats, aliens, and many reports of government officials sneaking around the perimeter of the tower and the forest. This is where we've got to go. Close to it. The tower was built during the Cold War by the British as a backup comm system, communication system, worried about an unexpected EMP attack from the Soviets. But they say there is more than electronics inside those mysterious walls. Another mysterious being said to lurk around the pie green tower. The Pig Man. Can you get in the tower? It's a good question. This is what we will find out when we go and do our investigation. Mm. Indeed. According to the, list, the local legend, this creepy monster originated when World War II had just recently ended and British and American scientists joined allegiances to conduct a series of peculiar experiments. The tests went too far. Allegedly, they abducted a woman, hypnotised her, and then impregnated her with an artificial human pig DNA seed in an uh, attempt to create a creature to perform their tests during on. During the Cold War, bollocks. Just after World War Two, when we've got all that Nazi DNA, all that Nazi DNA was all that Nazi science. Wasn't the fifties they figured that out? Cricken might be later than that, to be fair. Well, that's when it became known. Yeah, that's when they mapped the human genome. But if they're like, no, no, that was recently. That was like 10, 20 years ago. Well, either way, they've probably just got a lot of Nazi research on trying to make human-animal hybrids. It's like Stalin did with eight men. Exactly, it's not too far a leap. Yeah, they're just trying to splice shit, aren't they? Oh. <laughs> just as you do. Yeah. We're losing the war. Quick, make a race of pigmen. Well, maybe they did. Maybe they did know about DNA then, but they, uh, as far as I'm aware, it wasn't discovered until later. Mm. The Russians did want the eight men, though. Stalin literally mm. ordered the eight men to be created. We did an episode on that as well. Check that out. That's a while back. Yeah. You wanted humanzies because they were like, they were vicious as hell, strong as hell, and they could survive by eating tree bark if you needed to. Needed them to. In theory. Give them, give them an AK 47 and point them at the enemy. Well, they never existed though, did they? No, they never did. It, 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 it doesn't work. It, yeah. We're not compatible. Same as we're not compatible with pigs, or allegedly. More likely compatible with pigs though. Because our DNA is very, very, very close to theirs. Oh, Hence why someone, we use yeah, their, Chimps are, chimps are more so, aren't they? No, we've got closer DNA match. Which no, we're closer to chimps. Because the chimps, are we? Yeah, but why don't they use like chimp hearts and things like that? Why do they use pig hearts for human transplants? And pig hearts are bigger, I guess. Is it size thing? Size thing? But either way, they're very... We've very got very work on the same skin. system. We've got very yeah, similar skin. Can yeah. fucking practice, practice tattoos, don't they, on mm. pig hide? And big monkey, they can't be killed. And we can't forget crackling. It's fine to kill a pig, but not a, not a. Well, I suppose they kill pigs to eat them every day. There's a lot anyway, more. There's they? a lot more pigs than our grillers, yeah. and they already kill them for food anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. just taking that heart out straight away and putting it in an ice, aren't you? They say the only thing you can't eat on a pig is its squeal. 
Oh dear God! Oh no! It's you know you had the pun crown last that's week. People, yeah, I'm not. I'm just saying that's what people, you know, because you can eat everything, got you? Then no, I wouldn't want to eat a trotter. Me granddad used to love pig's trotters. <laughs> I suppose dogs eat ears and that. Don't they? I don't know, pig's ears I've eaten. I don't know about trotters. We buy trotters to eat. Yeah. When I used to work in the butchers, they used to sell them. Yeah. Well, in this scenario, they, the scientists spat the pig man. Off our appreciation of the pig as an edible animal. Mm-hmm. If we find him, we'll capture him and we'll kill him. Bake, we'll the bacon's going to be epic. Oh, pork, mate. pork. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the, I, want the, I want his arse cheeks as bacon. You just want his arse cheeks, more like. <laughs> the rump's the best part of a human, therefore oh, the rump's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently so, all yeah. the cannibals tell me. <laughs> that if you want to, you're going to eat a human... The buttocks first, then the choice is cut. The your rump. Cheek, your cheeks are meant to be quite tasty too. No? Give a bite. Face cheeks. No. Face cheeks, yeah. Yeah, well, your butt cheeks are meant to be quite the edible steak. I'm, I'm taking that as bacon. Anyway, the scientists closely monitored the one for 10 months and they finally determined the horrible test did not work. Although a year later they were stunned to discover that her pregnancy was just severely delayed. She bore a baby human who had the snout and the face of a pig. <laughs> so it was, what, a 19-month pregnancy? Yeah. Much later, this creature retreated into the woods of what? A baby man-pig? Yeah. Who raised it in the first place? It just wander off. It just wander off. It was raised by the local boars. Because <laughs> there are wild boar around Canuck Chase. So maybe it was raised by them. Are there? No idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, either way, yeah, so you got man pig. For decades, people have since then reported seeing a tall man with the head of a pig roaming around the mysterious landscape. Lee Brickley, a local, knows this odd legend well. He first heard about it in his school after the aforementioned rhyme, which I said earlier. After doing this a decade of research on the pig man, he finally wrote a book which documents many sightings of this humanoid. Now, once an email was sent to him by a local couple that documented their encounter with the pig man, and here it is in its original form. Dear Mr Brickley, I've seen something odd on Cannock Chase, and I think maybe of interest to you. In October 1993, while walking around Castle Ring, myself and the wife heard some strange noises coming from the surrounding trees. Thinking it was likely to be a local couple enjoying an illicit liaison, I'm assuming there's a lot of dogging goes on Canon Chase. <laughs> Lots. Is that why you were so interested in Gopi? <laughs> yep. Okay. We quickly moved away from the sound and headed back in the direction of our car. Upon reaching the steps down to the car park, I happened to turn around and lay my eyes on the strangest creature I've ever seen. This thing was seven feet tall from the neck down, it like a man, even wearing clothes but its head was far too big for a human, and it had an elongated face with a snout-like nose. When I pointed it out to my wife, she became terrified, so we started walking more quickly towards our car and got inside. That's when we started to hear this really high-pitched squealing noise that sounded like a pig being killed. That really spooked us. Have you ever come across anything like this before? <laughs> Regards, John and Anne. Right. See, this is why I think there could be a connection with... It's just doggers wearing masks, isn't it? Well... And a pig mask. <laughs> no, but also... Well, there's an interesting take on it, I'll give you that. The sightings of the dogman werewolf, yeah? Yeah. And the sightings of the pigman 
they sound quite similar. If you think from a couple hundred meters away, you see like the silhouette more of any more than anything of a person from two. I know what meters. you're saying, but I'm not. I'm going to stand up a pig man right, sir. Who was with me? Who wants there to be a pig man? Well, obviously everyone wants there to be a pig man. I want there to be I, a werewolf as I well. I really want there to be a pig man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you're going to have a cryptid, why not a pig man? Why has he got to be a dog man like Pete wants to make him out to be? No, I'm, I'm I think not you're sure which it is, though. I think you're pig manist. No, this is my point. I'm not sure which it is. It could be a pig man. It uh, the, could be a werewolf. What about the pig, the squeal of the pig? Who knows what fucking noise a werewolf actually makes? I assume it howls. Assume only makes it, an ass out of you and me. I'm aware of that. And I'm fully aware of that. <laughs> so you should never assume. I'm, a, but, I'm also aware of that. But you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, it's what, a wolf. We don't know what a wolf makes, don't we? Yeah, we also know what, what noise a man makes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that what noise you'd make if you were a man dog? Yep. Exactly. Okay. exactly that right well no. that would throw people off <laughs> but it does sound a bit like a pig being killed so I see where you're coming from but it could be anything couldn't it but who knows whether those two cryptids are being mistaken for one or the other someone sees this thing with a, a big head long snout big yeah, but my, my counterpoint to that is that a pig snout and a, and a, and a dog snout are very, very different. Yes, correct. So you notice if had a long nose. But, uh, the short nose takes that out. But 200 metres away, you ain't going to distinct that very well. You ain't. No two well, ways about it. And the human mind is programmed to know what a werewolf looks like, yeah? Is it? <laughs> no, because we are. We've seen it on movies. We've seen it in fucking books from young, young ages and things like that. We know, yeah, well, in our minds, what, what a werewolf should look well, like. Well, people have seen the pig man before there was yeah. werewolf movies. My point is, we don't know. No, you see, you never let me get my point across, so I, never, I always forget where I'm at. That's my tactic, it works. Right, so... They're seeing this fucking thing. It could be a pig man. Right. But all they're seeing is this... Oh, they're seeing a dog man. man. with this yeah. big, elongated, snouty head. And they're going, it's a werewolf! Because that's what their mind yeah, instantly okay. kind of thinks. Yeah? Because yeah. they're not going to think pig man. But then somebody that's maybe seen him a bit closer up has seen the face of a pig and gone, oh my fucking God, it's a pig man. Or vice versa. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The person that's seen a pig man, again, well, might have seen a werewolf and just thought they might have had pig man in their head for whatever reason. Maybe they really <laughs> like pigs. <laughs> Who knows? But do you know what I mean? They could be the same thing. That, that's my point. Dogger in a mask. They could be the same has. thing interpreted differently. I like There's no way some woman gave birth to a pig man. How do you know? Strange yeah, things have happened. crawled off into the forest, raised itself. Got some clothes. Mm. Stole how, some clothes. How do we know some sick fucker just didn't shag a pig lots and after a long time it, it just got pregnant accidentally? I it, don't is, know. it is Stafford. <laughs> exactly, that's my point. scientifically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger things have happened. <laughs> like Nazi becoming Pope. Exactly. <laughs> Where do we go stand the pig man? I don't know, it's a strange one. I think we should just go and investigate the place, I really do. Mm. I think it's a good idea. Mm. I think we should get get some video cameras. Use our phones, mate, it'd be fine. So everyone does nowadays. Well, yeah, I guess. I do have a decent video camera, I suppose. I could I could use that. And we'll find out the truth. And we'll go Seek and spend the, the night there, like, mm. and 
Doing all spend night the night there. Doing all just night. Just getting, getting a bit bigger, and it. I thought we were just going to go and, you know. Oh, what you going to do? Go and have a look right for ten minutes and go. Oh yeah, there's nothing here. If you're going to do an investigation and try and find a pig man or a fucking werewolf or a we're doing the summer then. Or an oh, alien yeah. or a ghost or something. I'm definitely doing it in the summer. I'm not doing it in the fucking middle Oh, God, of no. You don't want to do it when it's cold. <laughs> All right, when well, there's a heat wave, help. we'll go that weekend. But I'm not, I'm not sharing a tent with Pete and his dildo. <laughs> I'll sleep in the car. I'll be all right. You sleep in your car? You, you want to see the pig man, though? Well, not until I kill him, cut his head off and dump on your car bonnet. I don't think we'll see the pig man anyway, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just a pig man, though, is it? There's a lot of mysterious shit going yeah, on. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. There's, you've got the black-eyed girl, that you've got the fucking... The greys, the eight, the yeah. potential... That, that woman did not see a ghost. She no, saw a grey in a wig. I think it was a grey. But, yeah, you've got the aliens, UFOs... Bigfoot. Possibly. Potential Potential Bigfoot. Bigfoot. There's all sorts of shit there, so it'd be nice to go there. Mm. Because we... I certainly know the difference between a deer, what noises deer makes... To other creatures, so if you hear other things, you straight away kind of weed out the deer, can't you? And then you have to. Badgers don't make much noise. Foxes, we know what foxes sound yeah. like. So you could, if we hear and see things, you could be like, "Oh, what the fuck was that?" You could whisper to the deer at some point. <laughs> deer hey, deer. There's a pig man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do some. I'll do some Doctor Do little shit on him. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Still, Britain's most haunted forest? I think so. There's definitely shit going on in there. There will be a follow-up episode to this and it'll be a visual one, so keep your eye out for it. Yeah, be a few months yet, though. Yeah. Wait till the summer comes round. Well, let you know. space. Yeah. All right. Finish us some fucked up facts. Fucked up facts. All right, then. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, facts, facts. Facts, facts, facts. Go on then, Mike. In, twi- in 2018, Lego admitted they'd made too many bricks. No! Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. Just think that every single Lego brick is a little bit of dinosaur. Isn't there, like, something like... Wow. I can't remember what the statistic is now. But... more bricks than people, isn't there, by quite yeah. a large number. Yeah, we, we, could all, we could all make a castle, let's put it that way. Should we be considering, in the event of an alien invasion, using some kind of weapon that utilises Lego bricks to fire them at maybe a speed faster than light? Throw them on the floor, make them walk through a dark room, and they'll step on them, and then they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll yeah. soon retreat. Yeah, that's true. Well, if I put enough of them into it, home alone it, like, <laughs> home alone this shit up. Painful as fuck, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if we put enough of them in a giant cannon and fired them like a huge them. shotgun at speeds, like, close to the speed of light? Because the plastic will probably just vaporise. Yeah. It's worth a go, though, isn't it? <laughs> Best case scenario, you're shooting molten plastic in their face. <laughs> <laughs> Worst case scenario, nothing happens. There you go. Well, they just built a massive, giant Lego-firing cannon. You could use it for something else, though. Put lead balls in it instead. Why the hell not? Either way, too much Lego. Mm. We've got a food shortage, but too much Lego. Ah, it's fine. Usually, you can make some turnip and Lego sandwiches. Yes, you can make sandwiches out of Lego. <laughs> and you, that, that's it, we can feed the hungry. Send it all to Africa. We should be making houses out of the Maybe Lego. We should be making fucking houses out of it. <laughs> that, do you know what? Not a bad idea. You How could do that with a bit of fucking glue. 
It take a lot of bricks, but well, you just scale it up, wouldn't you? Well, they've done it. They have done it, haven't they? Mm. James May did it, didn't he? I think. I have no idea. Big Toy Story thing. No idea. Yeah, he, he made a giant Lego house. Mm. Moving on. Next fact. In 1927, the US developed a plan for invading Canada. <laughs> in what year, sorry? 1927. Yes, it did, because the US and, in 1927, the US and the Brits had a bit of a diplomatic tension for some reason. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, there was a little bit of diplomatic tension. The Americans here would plan red to invade Canada, should they have to. I think it was to do with the Naval Treaty and the Brits didn't want to give them a lot of ground up on how many ships they should have with certain size guns and etc etc and the Yanks were saying we want more and they're saying no we had to keep our famous two to one formula and anyway yeah the Americans came up with a plan to make Canada and the Brits came up with a plan to defend it which is plan blue because we all knew all about it because our intelligence was better. Mm. And we'd have probably just kicked their ass again. Well it would have been interesting. The Americans have got the win because they're on home soil, effectively, and yeah. we're supporting the numbers. They have the numbers. Really You'd have to well. send the entire Royal Navy into the Atlantic to deal with the US fleet. You know, ever won that win the war at that yeah. point? But it'd be the entire Royal Navy, and they could sail the Pacific fleet through and take on whatever's left, basically, couldn't they? Yeah. Good job it didn't happen, really. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I, don't, I doubt they had the two ocean navy at that point, Pete. In all fairness, it was twenty-seven, a bit early. So yeah, we might have actually still had the bigger navy by that we, point. Well, we would have. We'd have had the two to one still in place at that yeah. point. Twice the ships of the next largest power. That was our thing. Yeah. So you got twenty eight battleships, twenty five battleships. We'll have fifty. I like how you change from twenty eight to twenty five. Fucking too right. <laughs> he went doing the maths. the maths quite quick enough for that one. <laughs> Damn right. I wanted to sound pop. I wanted to sound good. <laughs> well, we're going to keep all of that in, so you won't. <laughs> I don't care. All right. <laughs> It's, it's my birth, birthday, it's my birthday and I'm maths if I want to. <laughs> Men are more likely to want a sports car when they feel bad about their penis size. <laughs> is that true? I don't. I want one. It's my penis size. I want an Aston Martin DB9 because James Bond drives one the same as I want the DB5. I don't even drive so I must be hung like a fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> you you, here first, no, what that means you get is the boss whiskey shit. We just gave you a. I've got micro penis. You heard it here first, ladies. Moving on. No, that's not. Yeah, let's go this one for a little while. Every forty days, a language goes extinct. What? Every 40 days, well, Welsh hopefully won't be too far away. <laughs> oh, God, I fucking hope so. <laughs> Nothing against the Welsh, but... That language needs to just hurry up and fuck off. I know we tried to eradicate your old things of your culture, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry for that. You know, but actually, I'm not sorry for that. I didn't do it. But I'm more worried about that poster, 200 pubs in the UK close a week. I'm like, you know what, I'm more concerned about that yeah, I'm than I am concerned about Welsh, Welsh dropping out of favour. <laughs> yeah, because we yeah. often go to the pubs. I know, yeah. I know, but still, it's like, yeah, but it's, you know what? It's a better option than learning Welsh. Yeah. If it's Friday, Welsh. If it's Friday afternoon, right, and I say to you guys, hey, do you want to spend the afternoon learning Welsh or do you want to go to the pub? 
Which one are you going to pick? Well, I'd say Welsh boil. <laughs> well, then they're not speaking Welsh Maybe anyway. Maybe I've got the social anxiety I have. <laughs> I want to learn how to do sheep and everything. As the pizza said at home. <laughs> and me and Monica Claire go to the pub. Yeah, I like the option of the pub. But, it, you know, that, I've seen that poster for weeks now. Surely they're all closed. There's a lot of pubs in the UK, though. Mm. And besides, they the might ones. close, but they might reopen again a few weeks later. Exactly. Well, they'll reopen as a restaurant, which will be still serving beer anyway. That also might be true, but still, they might, you know, it might, they might close for many a reason. Then someone will take it on, and you know, I don't know. Either way, you know, we got to that. What was the original fact? It is sad though. Every forty days, a language goes extinct. Yeah, language—that's a weird one. How did we get onto pubs? I don't know. <laughs> Claire was what? Claire and me were both walking over the pubs. I seen uh, the poster. But 40 languages a day is an odd one. It's like, well, how many languages tried around are there? So every 40 days, mm-hmm. one language disappears. Yep. But I suppose you only have to go to Africa. How many different languages? Different tribes, yeah. 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 The Amazon. But then you know, you're into dialects at that point rather than language, isn't yeah. it? It's still classed as a language, though, isn't it? Accent, dialect, language, I guess that's... So, that's um, picking hair. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's kind might of, only be a slight difference between two languages, but... Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you, you go to Liverpool, they speak a fucking different language, for God's sakes. Uh, <laughs> it's still English, but it's a different language. Newcastle's the worst for me. I can never understand Geordies. Yeah. Northern Irish is the worst for me. Like. Glaswegian. The Glasgow, oh, Glasgow yeah. accent. I know. Are you see you, Jimmy? Are you a monkey? Are you bastard? And I only said hello then. <laughs> <laughs> you got a valid point there. I have met one Glaswegian guy, but I got used to it over time. Was the Geordie yeah, one? Do. I've never. Cause you know when you go on holiday and you always meet fellow Brits, don't you? Well, yeah, you like your commitment to you meet you know different different people from different parts of the country, yeah. and you realise that you can't fucking understand them. But I've always got used. I can never quite fully understand the Geordie. The rest I gradually get used to. The Geordies I can't do. <laughs> I genuinely never struggled with accents. I can always understand whether it's South African thick accents. Really That's nothing like a Geordie. There's all sorts of different thick accents all over the place, but I've never really un- struggled to understand. I just ask them to repeat the South. What are you going on about? <laughs> Speak English, boy! <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, Pete. Next fact. According to the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department... It would be legal to kill Bigfoot in Texas as it is an invasive species. Oh, man. Oh, my God. You, Texas. Right, I'm going to Texas and I'm fucking banning guns there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start a gun banning mission. You'll get shot with it at three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really would, wouldn't you? Jesus. No, but I think we should go and protect the Sasquatches. <laughs> They're not invasive. Protect, yeah, why are you shooting Sasquatch? Why are you shooting Sasquatch? Well, some people want to because of the money. thing is, think how much money you get if you bought in a dead dead Bigfoot. Yeah. They don't give a fuck, do they? They'll shoot lions and fucking bears and all sorts, won't they? They don't give a fuck what they shoot, these hunters. So, yeah, they're going to definitely try and take out a Bigfoot. It's coming right for us! Pow, pow, pow. Yeah, I know. We, yeah, I Just know. as long as they say that, it's all right, isn't it? They're coming right for us. Or something. <laughs> you a, saw that you, on the film. You're taking it out of South Park. South Park. <laughs> it's heading right Some for of us. Some of the first episodes, it's coming right for us. And he's like, pow, pow, Yeah, I don't know, man. It'd be a majestic fucking creature. Unless it is literally coming right for you. 
Majestic. I'm, 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 oh, yeah, I'm majestic. I think they're going to be stanky, sort of. Right. He'll be strolling dances. through the fucking trees, majestic as hell, doing a Bigfoot stroll, listening, you can't see hey, me. They've got dreadlocks. I thought you liked dreadlocks. They haven't got dreadlocks. It's it's like a probably. big version of Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly hairier. Oh, Klingons and all sorts. Oh, yeah, you're going to have Klingons. What, in Jamie's hair? No. Are you telling the listeners that for? The backside of the bloody what's it called? Of the Sasquatch, eh? It's not a good look. The Sasquatch. Yeah. Bless that Sasquatch. But it's not evasive. Oh, no, no. Fucking protect the Bigfoots. Don't shoot them. Yeah. And other things too. I disagree with other things too, but I also disagree with you on this. Uh, uh, yeah. The abortion thing, I disagree with you on that too. Uh, yeah, Capture yeah. a Bigfoot by all fucking means. Subdue it. And let people have an abortion if they want one too. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Dart a Bigfoot, put it to sleep, capture it, put it on fucking show in a, in a bloody zoo. Yeah, but they don't zoo. get out and climb up the Empire State Building. <laughs> <laughs> Are they looking to reverse that Roe versus Wade? They've only reversed, don't they, in Texas? It's, it's... No, are they looking to, to, to you know... Put I have no idea, to be was. fair. No idea. Any American listeners, let us know about that. They can't, they? they can't. I mean, they can't. Well, it's because they're not going to win. It's more, there's more Republican senators than there are... Sorry, not senators. Um, more Republican... What do they call them? Oh, fuck knows. Oh. Congressmen? Yeah, no. The ones that run the courts... Judges? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're looking for. I was expecting yeah, like a really, like, like a congressman, yeah. like one of them. Oh, like I thought I was going to get with congressmen, to be fair. Judges. It seemed, the, it seemed the, the, the least one you'd get, you know, the one you weren't going to think of. <laughs> Jesus, Mike. Yeah, pretty hard. <laughs> but yeah, Hi, there's life, more Republican judges than there are Democrats, so they won't win. And it'll never reverse back Not until the more Republican judges die and more Democrat judges get voted in. Oh. That's their system. Well, anyway, next hooked up fact, please. You cannot touch a Japanese giant salamander without a licence. All right. Fair enough, okay. then I won't. <laughs> right, I'll yeah. Touch a little one, then. <laughs> <laughs> you can just size you. <laughs> Does that touch your things? <laughs> <laughs> she is. <laughs> What's that hole? <laughs> it's a stinky one, but fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to end on this fact. There is a statue of Vietnamese leader Ho Chi Minh in New Haven, Sussex. No Why? way. He used to work as a pastry chef on the New Haven Dep Ferry. <laughs> awesome. From working as a pastry chef to being dictator of China in one life, that's the ultimate fucking climb, isn't it? <laughs> wow. It's like... Oh, so Ho Chi Minh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. To being Vietnamese guy on unified Vietnam. Yeah, whatever. Or did he die before the end? I can't remember either way. He got North Vietnamese to win a war. And it's America. Why did he go from that job to that? Well, uh, I think there's a lot of things going on in he between. He made a really fucking good croissant. He made such a good croissant, he got everyone to turn to communism. Yeah. Well, he just went back to his country and goes, oh, I can make these really good croissants. No, he came over here when people are asking him for a croissant. He sat there thinking, fuck, I, I should be leading my country here. I, I, 
Now I'm making and, 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 and I'm making bloody and I'm making croissants for you, toffs. Ah, fuck it, I'm going back home. Didn't he write the little red book? I don't know. No, no, that, no. Never, coming never, never Chinese. Never no, 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 was it? Yeah. I've never Look, heard of the guy. I don't know. How do you know? Chairman Mao. The only Chairman Mao, Ho Chi Minh. Ho Chi Minh. I've heard of Chairman Mao, but I've not heard of. Ho Chi Minh was the guy that led North Vietnam yeah. to the Vietnam War. Is this the guy we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've never really heard of his name oh, right. as such. Neither have I. Well, did you ever heard of Ho Chi Minh one day, actually? I can't believe he was working over here and then went, went back. Yeah, it was a different time back then. Mm. It's just mad, though, isn't it? What a. What. What. What drove him to do that? Like I said, like was it he was that pissed off with selling fucking pastries? Well, Margaret Thatcher invented Mr. Whippy. Yeah. Osama Bin Laden used to go and watch the Arsenal play. What? Yeah. Really? He came to university in the UK and he used to go and watch the Arsenal. No way. Arsenal banned him from the ground after 9-11, obviously. I don't think there was what? any danger was him ever <laughs> turn up again. Yeah, but you never know, do you? <laughs> and what about Maggie Thatcher and Mrs Whippy? She invented Mr Whippy, yeah. Mm. She used to work in an ice cream factory. Yeah. <laughs> she invented Mr Whippy and then took milk away from the kids. How ironic. <laughs> and you fucking... doesn't even balance out, does it? Well, she wanted you to buy the ice cream, you see. She wanted it all for her ice cream, that's what it was. Yeah. I can't have these dastardly children eat, drinking all of my milk. No. <laughs> I need it for my whippy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, either way, brilliant the talented ice cream engineer. <laughs> Shit, everything else she did, but yeah. Falklands was a good thing. I'd say that. She did a lot for the British forces. Give her that. Falklands was, was the right decision. She's going to get beat out of office because her economic yeah these... policies were terrible. But yeah, you know, she made the right decision on the Falklands. Going she, she did. Back. She did good for the forces in like pensions, things like that and their pay and things and their conditions. So she did a lot for them, but fucked over all the... Oh, all the other mistress she screwed over. Coal mines. Yeah. Are, certainly within this, the area we live, Margaret Thatcher is not liked because yeah. there was a lot of coal mines around Cannock, where, yeah. where the chase is not. And it was completely taken to nothing because of her, wasn't it? That's We're still different. living with the effects now. We're still chasing her... Financial policies and that. Poll tax. Trickle down economics. Reaganomics. Yeah. Neoconservatism, whatever you yep. call it. Right. Biatch. And on that note, let's end the show. I'm in Ben. Thanks so much for listening. Don't do the flavour aid. Don't join the cult. I'm in Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Keep an open mind, but not so open that it spills out your ears. And I've been Pete. Hope you all have a nice week. Listening again next time.